Welcome to Gain That Tune. What is going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune, and we are back in the house once again. It's your boy, John Harrington, here. We've got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We've got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. And we've got the king of the show, David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. Hell yeah, guys. Welcome back. Game That Tune in the house at long last for episode 329 Johnny, is it possible that all the bad luck that we had in getting ready to make episode 329 was all in service of it being done on March the 29th? Oh. Is, is it possible that there is a god and they have a weird sense of humor with regards to our podcast recordings? First part, no. Second part, yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> I like to think that there is a god of podcasting <laughs> and we are on the track to join them. And, uh, yeah. Man. That makes it seem like we're all going to die. Well, no, we're going to become as gods. David, I, I hate to break it to you, buddy, but guess what? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going to live forever. Um, Nobody tell Yeah, him. man, back after a few weeks off, man, after, uh, you know, some, uh, some health problems for me and Johnny. Serious health problems here. You know, for me, oak pollen-induced allergies. For Johnny, explosive chlamydia. Um, <laughs> oh, no. And, you know, we almost missed tonight's recording because Jesse had computer trouble. And, uh, you know, David David never misses. He'll, uh, he'll be here no matter what. So I'm glad that we're back. The it's, cockroach uh, of Game That too. <laughs> <laughs> I think you not mean what I impl- was cockroach. implying. Cockroach. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There it is, David, the big cock roach of uh, <laughs> that um, And man, oh man, what a show we've got coming for uh, for tonight's episode. It's good to be back. Um, we're going to listen to some video game tunes. We've each got three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs with a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off and have a ton of fun. And the winner at the end of the night picks the theme for the next episode and plays their bonus tunes. And our winner, years ago, was <laughs> David Fleming. And uh, David... Uh, dust off the old texts and tell us what the theme was that you selected for tonight's episode. Uh, so I wanted to kick it old school with NES games or kick it really old school with games with horses. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm unclear on how one of those things qualifies as kicking it old school. Um, well, horses kick and they were the main mode of transportation in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. I was thinking that you were going to play, you know, the kind of music you play while um, playing a game of horse on the basketball court. Oh, Johnny, you know, did you you pick uh, the only horse basketball game there is out there? Uh, No, but I did record myself playing horse and call that a soundtrack, and that's what I'll be playing tonight. Oh, God, four hours of Johnny bricking fucking easy jump (laughs) shots. This is going to be terrible. (laughs) Can't buy a bucket. Yeah. <laughs> Is it the shadows? Like, I can't believe you would think that. 
because of my famous displeasure with the sport of basketball. <laughs> yep, it's true. David, you know, he uh he's bad at basketball. Can't do the uh can't do the little crossover dribble, can't get it between his legs. There's something blocking the way. Um <laughs> But yeah, it's going to be a good show, guys. We've uh, got NES games, a system wildly underrepresented uh, so far on Game That Tune. Um, you know, it, it's good that J- David chose NES games because there's definitely no system with uh, more games available that are worth discussing than the NES. Um, David, you know, seriously, did you consider the fact that maybe, just maybe, we've discussed every NES game worth discussing? You know, that crossed my mind, but then I thought, maybe there's a few hidden gems that we haven't touched on. Mmm, maybe. Maybe there are. Maybe there aren't. I'm going to go with that hypothesis. But that's why we have the horse theme as well. So, yeah, yeah. Everybody saddle up for NES games and, uh, you know, equestrian things. It's going to be a fun show. So, it's, uh, it's been so long. That uh, there uh, there shouldn't be any further delays. So <laughs> I would say, good job, Johnny. Now would be the time to start game one. <gasps> Guys, I'm sorry. I'm coming down with something. I'm going to have to leave the show. Nay, David, please stay. Oh, no.
All right, guys, let's see here. Um, writing for Hardcore Gaming 101. Um, oh, crap, where that? Uh, uh, Kay McDonald wrote, Overall, this game definitely ranks quite highly on the list of actually good licensed games on the NES. It's not a hugely challenging experience, and once you're able to beat it once, future playthroughs will probably not last more than an hour. You guys any more hints or anything? Uh, I think I'm good. Okay. Alright, we'll see some answers. <laughs> Alright, so John drew a penis, which is incorrect. David said the four horsemen of Castlevania, which is incorrect. And Jesse wrote Secretariat 64, which is incorrect. This is Gremlins 2, the new batch. So yeah, this is Gremlins 2, the new batch. Uh, you play the game as Gizmo, working your way out of the, um, what's it called, Clampet, uh, the Clamp Center Tower, um, basically beating up all the other gremlins, uh, along with uh, Sentient Tomatoes. It's a pretty strange game, but I guess in, early on in the movie, there's some kind of genetically modified tomato, and that's where that comes from. So it's technically canon. Well, um, I thought it was a gremlin that fell into a, like a salad and turned into like a gremlin salad. That I, a lot of weird things happen in this movie with like genetic splicing and stuff like that. Have you guys played Gremlins Two: The New Batch and or seen the movie? Oh, I've seen the movie. I've seen the movie. Yeah, it's one of nope, the best nope. movies in the world. Yeah. I'm sorry, John. Did you say no and no? You heard me. Uh, no, I didn't. That's why I was asking. I'm also, I'm also with John. I've also not played the game nor seen the movie. You've never oh, seen Gremlins 2! No, God I've seen the first, it. but I've never seen the second. But, um, this is not the usual egregious fucking oversight. Yeah. No, it is! <laughs> if you've seen Gremlins, you're obligated to see Gremlins 2, because Gremlins fucking rules, and you're like, I want to see more of that shit, and then you see ten times more of that shit, because they just start turning Gremlins into Pokemon. 
There's fucking gra- grass types. There's fucking like a lady type, like fucking Jinx. There's fucking um. There's electric. The, the the bug type. Yeah. There's the electric type. There's the fucking dark slash flying type. Like I was gonna say the flying Gremlins type. Two the is the birth of Pokemon. That fucking kid who got the first Poke- or Gremlin was fucking Ash Ketchum, and Gizmo was just fucking Pikachu, but cuter, and he can fucking sing. Eat shit, <laughs> Pikachu. I, I mean, I'm I'm gonna put something out there just to convince you guys to see this movie. I mean, you're already convinced after what Jesse said, but Gremlins with titties yes. are in this movie. Okay, now you're speaking my language. They also beat up Leonard Moulton. I don't know who Oh, they do! The fucking movie critic that was on TV all the time! (laughs) God, you act like you just crawled out of a fucking spaceship. (laughs) Who, Leonard who? The guy who played Spock? (laughs) (laughs) Also, I'm trying to remember, isn't the asshole business guy who owns the tower, isn't it John Glover? I think uh, it might be. I do believe so, yeah. Okay, yeah. John Glover is always amazing. <laughs> fucking uh, Grandpa Munster is in the fucking movie? Who, Christopher He's... Lee is in this movie? Ugh. Oh my god. Yeah, it's a great fucking movie. Hulk Hogan is himself? Yeah, they the fucking Gremlins, like, what are you going to do when Gremlin Mania runs wild on you, brother? <laughs> Howie Mandel's gizmo? Oh my I god. I fucking... I have gremlin vans that I wear. They're Johnny, fucking Howie sweet. Mandel's always been gizmo, just saying so you know. oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, anyways, this game is actually pretty good, but the review was not kidding when it said it's actually pretty short. Um, once you've beaten it, it does only take about 22 minutes to beat the whole game again. Like, once you understand what you're supposed to do, which is just kill everything and keep going. Um, oh, okay. I was going to say, like, in what way does the beating it for the first time... Uh, inform your actions but yeah i guess so yeah once you figure things out like um if you try to do the attack mid jump it freezes you in midair like your jump stops so if you try to jump over a pit and attack at the same time you'll just fall into the pit so once you kind of figure out stupid things like that like that's kind of a knock obviously on the controls once you get that past that it's actually pretty pretty (laughs) decent Um, once you learn how to play the game it's real easy (laughs) You get weapon upgrades as you go throughout the game. Uh, so in the first level, you're just throwing tomatoes, but then you get a matchstick, and with that you can throw fireballs. Then you get a paperclip, which throws more paperclips for some reason. <laughs> and then, and oh, see, I assume that like the paperclip would give you like spread shot ninja stars for some reason. <laughs> no, but that makes even less sense than more paperclips. <laughs> but throughout the game, you get to go to. Um, Oh, what's that guy's name? Uh, Mr. Wing's um, shop. You get to buy from his like ghostly spirit or something. And you can buy a power-up that turns all your shots into spread shots. Uh, and you can buy that pretty early on, which kind of, you know, if you do that, if you go that route, you can kind of blast the game pretty quickly. But yeah, so you can get spread shot paper clips. Yes, yeah, so you can get spread shot paper clips. Okay, so you good. can get spread shot fireballs. Um, it's pretty bonkers. Uh, and there's a few power-ups in the game, but this, it does that thing where the power-ups are sort of, like, timed, like they're presented when you need them. There's never, like, it's not random, so you'll never le- you'll never randomly get the invincibility pogo stick, you know? Um, it just kind of drops where you need it. Or, like, you'll never get, there's a power-up that'll kill all the enemies on screen, and you just, it just, ran- it drops when there's a lot of enemies. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Like, 
Thanks. That was oddly convenient. Yeah. But um, that soundtrack, it's, this is a Sunsoft joint. Uh, and it's got that Sunsoft sound team with a, uh, a Naoki Kodaka composing, and it is superb. Yeah, it's uh, rather distinct. Fucking yeah. fantastic. Hmm. I, it almost doesn't sound like an NES game. It reminds me of like, um, and I know I know Shovel Knight technically used used Fami Tracker for, so it's technically like an NES soundtrack. But it reminds me of the Shovel Knight soundtrack in that sense of uh, it sounds like modern composers making NES music now. Like I, I feel like they're a little ahead of their time on this one, uh, especially that that drum stuff that was happening in the second track was, uh, oh my god, so good. Yeah, no, it's a great soundtrack. Yeah. No horses in the game, as far as I know. No horses. Right, uh, I was waiting for that reveal. You know, also, there's a horse gremlin. <laughs> no, not yet. So you know, of all, the different, of all the different types of gremlins, they really could have done a centaur gremlin. They're saving it for Gremlins 3. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, there's I don't think coming. at any point, like, you, you get to fight a lot of different gremlins in this, but I don't think you fight any gremlins with titties in this one. Um, wait, so wait, the, you know, there's a, gr- uh, a, a female gremlin in the movie, but she doesn't make an appearance in the game? Not that I know of, no. I don't think she shows up in the game at all. What are we but, doing here, fellas? But otherwise, it does roughly pol- follow the plot of the movie, uh, and it's even got cutscenes, which is pretty impressive uh, on the NES. When was this game released? 1990. Okay. So like a little late on the NES, but not like Super Nintendo late. But definitely right. that point where they knew what they're doing, you know. Hmm. Well, good. I mean, yeah, it's about time they started putting out fucking movie games with cutscenes that follow the plot of the movie. That's a novel fucking concept <laughs> for NES games. <laughs> like, uh, if only the movie were so uh, were as you know fun and cool as this game, where you know it is. I, I, it is. <laughs> It's probably just, better. You know, it's just Gizmo going on a shooting spree? No. Oh, well, then it sounds like the game's better. Yeah. Y'all don't understand until you watch Gremlins 2. How many Gremlins does Gizmo murder in Gremlins 2? Fair question. Hmm. He does murder a bunch of them. Because, oh, you know, okay. he's, he is helping, you know, as much as he can. I mean, he's little. You know, he's not necessarily like a Mary Sue, but, you know, he tries his best. Mm. He may be little, but he's got a big heart. Well, thank goodness for that. Um, hmm. Yeah. I love Gizmo. Cute thing. Shame about that second movie, though. Shame I'll never see it. (laughs) You guys have unconvinced me to ever watch it tonight. I don't appreciate being yelled at. Game two.
Alright, so uh, the original Japanese version of this game featured a small, cartoon-like robot similar to Mega Man. However, when it was localized in America, the robot was changed to a big, buff Arnold Schwarzenegger-type character. According to the box artist Mike Winterbauer, he received, quote, a certain movie star's, or excuse me, according to Winterbauer, a certain movie star's lawyer sent him a very unpleasant letter regarding the painting used for the cover. gentlemen who has their answers ready oh man i'm ready locked yeah. in oh yeah let's see him um john Pathetic. reagan says sonic mania sadly incorrect jesse says super equus sadly incorrect john harrington has the correct answer this is power blade goddamn right did anyone else here play Power Blade? Yes. Nope. No, but I've seen the Power Blade movie. It's a great movie. One of my favorite Schwarzeneggers. <laughs> yeah. Him fucking just killing dudes with that giant technical, uh, technologically advanced boomerang. It's the shit. God, that actually sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. It really should be a movie. It's yeah. a really fun game. Um, yeah. It was made by Taito, and it's kind of similar to Mega Man. It's an action platformer. There are six stages. You can choose them in any order. Um, there are very various power-ups that you can get. Um, but yeah, you're just running around a sci-fi world as this big buff dude chucking a boomerang and killing dudes. It's... It's a really fun game. Like, it controls well, it looks good, the soundtrack is awesome. Um, this was one of those super late NES games. It came out in March of 91. Um, and this was definitely one of those video rental, like, okay, that looks kind of cool. So take it home, play it, and like, oh, wait, no, this game is actually really fun. Yeah, no, I mean... Uh... I mean, it, 
It seems fun. It seems like the kind of game that is actually kind of poorly served by having uh, like a cover art of Arnold Schwarzenegger holding a giant boomerang. Like, I don't know. Like, I get they had to get something across to us Americans, but like, maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe they could have come up with something more in the, like, the Mega Man box art realm, you know, that tells you a little bit more about what the game might actually be like. But, uh. Well, it's also weird, too, because he's holding his giant chrome boomerang, but it almost looks like he's holding up a hockey stick. You're right, it does. It's a very large boomerang, and yeah, you don't quite get what it is from looking at the cover art. Yeah, and besides yeah. that, it's just a dude in a tank top with shades on, so... I feel like if they had leaned more in on the boomerang, and maybe instead of doing a Arnold Schwarzenegger type, done like a Paul Hogan type, you know, go for like a Crocodile Dundee kind of box art. I mean, that's the logical thing to do. Crocodile Dundee used so many boomerangs in that movie. Mm-hmm. I mean... To be fair, boomerangs are very closely associated with Austria as well as Australia. Yeah, yes. I mean, wasn't Power Blade the original working title of Crocodile Dundee? I'm pretty sure it was. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. not a knife. That's a power blade. Yeah, once he botched up that line, they kind of just changed the whole title of the movie. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't supposed to say knife twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, uh, this is a knife. Huh? Paul, oh, hell, we're at a film. Well, I guess we better change the movie to be about something else. <laughs> yeah. I love that that's literally the last scene they shot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hmm. I guess we could end on the kiss? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll cut out the final killing spree and we'll end in the subway with the kiss. Well, All they're right. worried, they're worried yeah. that if, if, if she kisses him, she's not going to want to finish the movie. Right. So, so if you do it at the last, at, you know, the last scene, she can't quit. Right. <laughs> um, uh, no, I'm sorry, Jesse. You said you have played this? Yeah, just a little bit. You know, one of those games that you uh, borrow from your internet friend. And, um, uh, you know, you just play around with it. And you're like, this is, it's got pretty decent graphics for the NES. I like the sprites, you know. Um, and it's, like you said, it's kind of like a Mega Man meets Strider kind of game. Um, it's, it's pretty neat. Yeah, basically. Um, I do also want to give a special shout out to the composer, Kinuyu Yamashita, um, yep. who is well known for composing the original Castlevania. So, yeah, yeah knows their stuff. Also Mega Man um, X3. It's, like I said, it was just one of those, like, hidden gems that I picked up at Blockbuster once as a kid. Or no, I was a kid, so it was probably at Albertsons. Right, yeah, grocery um, store spent a weekend with and I was like this game's really damn fun yeah it's the kind of game that looking back I wish I had gotten the chance to pick up as a kid cause like you know if uh it, it, it is one of those like oh this is uh surprisingly good as opposed to surprisingly bad like yeah I, I, what kid could get home with this and be like oh well this is this is weird I thought it was an Arnold Schwarzenegger hockey game but it's actually like a <laughs> Mega Man game where you're slinging power boomerangs at things. I don't like this. Like, no, no <laughs> kid would ever say that. <laughs> it's, you know, like, this is a good surprise, this game. <laughs> I see this as an absolute win. Yeah, really is. Oh, it was a boomerang he was holding. And, Where's you know, my oh, it's, future sport? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
thought this was a you know based on the title and the you know the appearance of the character i thought this was maybe a sequel to the original terminator in which the terminator plays hockey but nope turns out it's actually a platforming game with boomerangs <laughs> that's fucking great <laughs> like yes it's it's the unreleased sequel to Terminator, which is based on Rocky V, where Schwarzenegger plays a robot trying to win hockey. Mm-hmm. God, can it's you imagine a... if they released... <laughs> where? Uh, if, if the official sequel to Terminator was a video game for the NES... Yes, like if they a didn't future, actually release a the movie, hockey game for the NES, <laughs> and then like, but then uh. years later they released Terminator Three in theaters. <laughs> See, no, I, you know, I think it'd be great if like they, uh, if Terminator Two took place in, you know, I don't know, like there's key plot points in Power Blade that you, without having played the game, you'll be totally lost going into Terminator 2. Like, James Cameron was just like... It was like the they did with the Matrix uh, video game tie-in things all those years later. James Cameron was like, yeah, no, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna explain what happens and why, you know, why Judgment Day is still gonna happen. Uh, but we're gonna explain it in Power Blade. <laughs> and, you know, if you haven't played that, then you're gonna have a bad time at the cinema. The first 40 minutes of Terminator 2 aren't gonna make any sense. God, yeah. I would love that. I can see him going for it, man. I was going to say, to be honest, it sounds like some shit Cameron would pull. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then he just drowns all the actors and, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, God, what a guy. Yeah. It'd be great if uh, James Cameron was the guy that painted this, uh, this piece of cover art and then, you know, sent Arnold Schwarzenegger with like a, you know, friendly note, like, hey man, I'm thinking Terminator 2, what do you think? And it's like, <laughs> the fuck is destroying? <laughs> but I do not play hockey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, should we call the game Power Blade? I was thinking we should call it Da Chopper. Um, yeah. Well, that's pretty good too, Arnold. <laughs> but you know, I, I will only agree. <laughs> I will only agree to BNZ's movie if I say I to see you. <laughs> no, 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 audiences aren't ready for that yet. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a running man. <laughs> <laughs> will there be any running in the game? <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, you have my blessing. Uh, Can I um... go commando? <laughs> <laughs> You got any more? <laughs> yeah. uh, you did not ask me for my likeness for this cover. I'm getting a raw deal. <laughs> I will only tell true lies from now on. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I do not totally recall giving my permission for you to use my likeness for this fucking cover. <laughs> As I was How doing that accent, doing? I, was, I for some reason was veering into like Indian for a second. I, I'm gonna stop doing the accents. I'm yeah. going to jingle all the way to the bank with my winnings from this lawsuit. <laughs> God damn it! You beat me by one second. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Jim, when you get the letter from my lawyer, it's gonna be the end of days for you. Um. Ah, I better tell my brother who's my tween. <laughs> Jesse, did you just pull Ock? Yeah. <laughs> of course. I Hell yeah. Add something to it. Schwarzenegger says Ock so much. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I cannot believe you used my likeness without this. How could you be such a predator? Oh, <laughs> man. that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> 
So anyway, um, yeah, Power Blade. I think it's a it's fun. It should be it revisited. It's a very fun game. If, if you don't um, revisit, you can... revisit the soundtrack. Great fucking soundtrack. <laughs> but uh, you know, more games where boomerangs are the only weapons, please. Yeah. Uh, please, I've How been many... calling for that for ages. Yeah, boomerangs are one of the all-time great video game weapons. Like you throw it and it comes back. There should very be very simple and you know. There great. should be a game where you get to play as Captain Boomerang, and everyone will like it. Out of that game, everyone will like it. Um, I must have missed something. But, you haven't seen? Ah, uh, never mind. Don't. Let's not even get into it. Was that the working title for Crocodile Dundee? Yeah. No, no, no. The <laughs> uh, you haven't seen the fiasco of the um, Suicide Squad game, Kill the Justice League, which you can play as Captain Boomerang. But um, did that come out already? No. Uh, in fact, they pushed it back because people were oh, mad okay. at what they sh- so, saw. So what, they put out a demo and everybody fucking hated Captain Boomerang? <laughs> well, they hated the whole game. Oh, okay. So. I thought they were going to specifically hate you know Captain Boomerang and his actor Jai Courtney. I was going to be like, yeah, sorry, I saw that coming. That guy sucks. Um, <laughs> no, he's cool. But Jai Courtney sucks. <laughs> oh, that guy? I don't know. I, I don't know who he's he is. He's a bad I... actor and he just got thrown into so many decent movies. He sucks ass. Yeah, I'm mostly bitter like about character. his... Inc- he was John Connor in one of those newer Terminator movies, and he fucking sucked is balls. He, is he also doing the voice in this game? Because they have different voices. Uh, like, Samoa Joe is the voice of King Shark in this game. That's interesting. Yeah, I guess they didn't get Stallone. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they got some other Australian actor. Maybe they dusted off Paul Hogan and made him Captain Boomerang. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oi, I've got some... Uh, Tax problems. Wouldn't mind taking care of. <laughs> That's not a batarang. This is yeah. a batarang. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, maybe we finish on the kiss then. Maybe we, uh, maybe we program me kissing Superman. Let's try it. <laughs> oh, people hate this. Anyway, let's move on. Boomerangs are great. <laughs> Game three.
All right, guys. So uh, this game was released as a standalone story, largely unconnected from the series uh, from which it uh, takes its name and its gameplay. The main connection is the game's ensemble cast, the majority of which look and sound like characters from the main series. Who's feeling great? I'm, I'm feeling very great. Very good. Good. Oh man. Uh, Jesus Christ. Johnny says little Sebastian. Sadly incorrect. David says my little Nikki Cage. Friendship is awk. Uh, sadly incorrect. And Jesse says Warhorse for the DS. Also, sadly incorrect. 
Now, guys, uh, this is a game that came out in Japan as a PS4 launch title and was recently remade for the PlayStation 5. It is a spin-off of the very popular Yakuza series taking place in the 1800s. This is Like a Dragon Ishin. And, uh, man, I'm surprised that nobody got that. This game kind of, uh, you know, burst onto the scene here last month uh, or two. And uh, I thought people were kind of paying attention to this game. I guess... Uh, I guess, Jesse, you know, this isn't, a, like, a Game Pass thing yet, is it? It's only on... No, uh, it's not, not yet. Yeah. That sucks. Because, uh... It looks cool. I've heard yeah, it's Yeah, it really amazing. should be. You know, especially as, a, like, a remake of a nearly 10-year-old, you know, game. I would think they'd be like, oh, yeah, throw it on Game Pass immediately. But, yeah, it's a, uh, it's a game that's a lot like Yakuza, except instead of, uh, you know, beating people up and modern day or 1980s Tokyo and you know doing crime boss shit you're uh, beating people up in the 1860s and uh, you know doing a uh, doing samurai type shit yeah it's uh, it it's pretty fucking cool uh, it's you know I obviously haven't played it myself but I, I watched a little bit of the you know gameplay of it to get ready for the show and it's like oh wow yeah it's literally just like the last you know several Yakuza games but everybody's fucking it's the 1800s like at, at one point early on in the game your uh, main character you're playing as um fucking what is that guy's name uh shit uh you're playing that's as, a terrible uh, name yeah yeah. <laughs> no, I, yeah I lost it, it, it fucking uh yeah, Sakamoto Ryoma uh, oh that's way you better know, you're playing as Ryoma and he uh He's, you know, standing up to some uh, unscrupulous, uh, like, samurai guys. And, you know, it's like, oh, shit, they're about to have a samurai fight. And he says something like, you know, actually, you know, we're not. He puts his fucking samurai sword away and then just beats the guys up Yakuza style. I'm like, damn, okay, cool. Is this going to just be a game where you fucking fist fight samurais? Like, that's dope. And then, of course, I fast forward in the video. It's like, oh, okay, eventually you are also a samurai yourself. That's good. Um, you're not just punching samurais and somehow winning, which you know it'd be pretty fun. You, you know, makes you feel real powerful to just be beating up samurais and not being killed by them. Uh, based on the way samurais are typically portrayed in video games and media, like one gets into a fist fight with a samurai, it's a very big mistake. But when you're uh, you know this Ryoma fella, you uh, you do your thing. Um, but yeah, I just think it's really fun. It's uh, you know, so you're playing as this guy, Ryoma, who, you know, he's definitely not the character from the Yakuza games. He's not Kazuma Kiryu. <laughs> but, man, he looks exactly like him and sounds exactly like him because he's played by the same actor. And, you know, Oh, did they do one of those things where it's like, oh, this is my ancestor. No. And it's just the same, like, guy? No, they didn't even do that. It's just, I here's a story of Japanese history... <laughs> And it just happens to all be the characters that you've, like, enjoyed in the last several Yakuza games. Like, they just happen to be playing all the characters. It's like some kind of weird fucking fanfic thing. Where it's like, what if all these guys were just playing different characters with no, like, explanation of why? <laughs> I've heard a good way to think about it is uh, think about the Muppet Christmas Carol. 
yes. and how the Muppets aren't playing themselves. The Muppets are different characters. And it's like, okay. that, that dude looks like Kermit the Frog. Yeah, but he's Bob But he's, he's, he's not acting like Kermit the Frog and stuff, right. you know? Yeah, the only Muppets so, in those movie in Muppet Christmas Carol that are not playing characters are fucking Gonzo playing Charles Dickens and Rizzo playing himself. Other than that, all those Muppets are Christmas Carol characters. <laughs> so which one of the Muppets stabs the samurai? Uh, whichever one's playing Ryoma. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know, fucking Kermit Ryoma would be pretty fucking great. So say, I feel like it would have to be Kermit, right? Well, yeah. Yeah. But the question is, if, you know, if... If they got the rights to do like like a dragon with Muppets, <laughs> you know, like a Muppet Ishin, um, would Suck they use the, here, would they use the same Japanese voice actors? That's my the question. <laughs> just I want to see you know Muppet Kermit, but he sounds like Kazuma Kiryu, <laughs> so, like um, super serious samurai Kermit. <laughs> I uh, I think that'd be great. And then you know Miss Piggy's the Shogun. And, uh, you know, I don't know. You, 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 you fill out the characters any way you want. <laughs> Kirby-san! <laughs> See, I was, I was thinking of a, of a pit, but I, like... Get over here! I don't know that I could yeah. do a Miss Piggy voice, because I was just thinking, like, oh, you're going to try to take Wampire! you just going to do an angrier Yoda. Yeah. I hate to have to take your head, Kermy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> God, that sounds awesome. Oh. Yeah, actually, okay, that's good. It's not easy being a samurai. Waka waka. Did they say that in feudal Japan? Dad, uh, you know, don't worry about it. It's the, yeah. Guys, who's the best Muppet and why is it Fozzie Bear? <laughs> I, I mean, like Rolf, but that's mine. Because I mean, he got yeah, a curse on Arsenio Hall. I'm partial well, to Sam the Eagle myself. Oh, Ralph, Ralph, wait, wait. Do you mean he went on Arsenio Hall show and got some kind of curse, or he cursed Arsenio Hall? He cursed on Arsenio Hall. Like, oh, Ralph, he let out a swear word yeah. on Arsenio. Okay. Yeah. yeah, when you say he got the curse on no. Arsenio Hall. <laughs> I said I, he know. got two curse. Uh-huh. Ah. <laughs> okay. I was very <laughs> concerned about what kind now of curse Arsenio Hall like, put on Ralph. Yeah. Or that yeah. Rolf somehow cursed Arsenio Hall. Like, so that's yeah, why please. Jim Henson is dead. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, Rolf ended right, into a blood with Arsenio. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so it's a uh, it's super fun, like, idea that I'd like to see kind of, you know, done with other, you know, characters. I don't know. Like, the, you know, I feel like Yakuza is a perfect game for this, like, because, you know, one, I don't know enough. You know, and when I say enough, I don't know anything about feudal Japanese history to say whether or not this is like, you know, super inaccurate or if they're just, you know, kind of having total fun and playing with it. And then also the acting, you know, I can't tell if these guys are doing a, a good job or a bad job. What they're doing is making a cool ass fucking video game. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, you know, this is perfect for this. Like, just super serious, uh, you know, Yakuza acting, but applied to, you know, feudal Japanese characters, and they say things like, you know, don't piss me off, and, you know, like, I'm gonna fuck you up. It's like, alright, yeah, cool, this is, uh, this is good. Like, I'm, I was trying to think if there's any, th there's not, like, a good enough, like, American 
video game series that you could do this with, where you just like take all the characters well, from this beloved franchise and drop them into like an American Revolutionary War story. I mean, you don't have to do that. You could do like take the Street Fighter characters and like uh, they could do like the Napoleonic Wars or something. That would be pretty messed up. That'd be good. Yeah. Okay. So like you know, or you know, hmm. Tekken's kind of international, so it'd just be, you know, they'd be kind of spread out, but it'd be pretty good, you know, pretty good to see the Tekken characters acting out like, you know, I don't know, the War of 1812 or something, Spanish-American War, maybe. Um, you know, uh, yeah, my thought was, uh, like, what if they just took Grand Theft Auto Five and, you know, not... Like yeah, you know, I know that Red Dead Redemption's already a thing, where it's essentially Grand Theft Auto on a horse. But what if they took all the characters from Grand Theft Auto Five and put them back in like the Revolutionary War or like the Time of the Pilgrims? Yeah, you know, I was so gonna say, I was like, why can't an American studio take a modern game and like put it back? Like, isn't that Red Dead Redemption? Yeah, yeah, but no, put them put them further back and in completely different circumstances. Like it's you know, Grand Theft Auto, but they're on Plymouth Rock, you know, and fucking like Lamar is you know fucking landing on Plymouth Rock uh, you know fucking you're having there, the first Thanksgiving you know is, is there a mission where you What's steal Trevor the Mayflower yeah that's all I <laughs> yeah. wanted to right yeah Trevor <laughs> steals the Mayflower at some point could uh, you imagine this like Grand Theft Auto game but it was GTA 4 where you keep getting letters to visit your cousin in Pennsylvania yeah I'm into it I'm picturing like fucking Franklin from Grand Theft Auto dressed as a pilgrim and Lamar just being like, you know, maybe if you'd got rid of that yee ass haircut, you get some of these Indian bitches up on your dick. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, they should do it. <laughs> like, yeah, this, uh, this, there's a good idea. There's a kernel of a good idea in this, uh, this like a dragon Ishin. I, uh, I want to see it applied to other things. Um, but yeah. I'm um, yeah. I'm also uh, I'm. I was a little confused by the naming of it. Jesse, have you played? I've played one Yakuza game. Period. You know, I played a little bit of zero. Have you played the other ones? Is um, the is the naming of this getting confusing yet? So, from what I well, I, I've played zero, and right. that's your typical you know beat 'em up type of uh, combat. I believe that Ishin is. Um, and uh, I've also played uh, the first Like a Dragon, game, right? Which was turn-based combat. Yes. So um, that's that's where my confusion is. So you got the Yakuza series, which is beat 'em ups, and then in 2020 they came out with Yakuza Like a Dragon. I think and it's from a turn-based from going RPG. Forward, <laughs> they're supposed to all be called um, Like a Dragon. Okay. Um, except for the other uh, side series, um, Judgment. Yeah, I think that one is still going to be called Yakuza, but oh, okay. I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure, though, that like a dragon thing is the name for it. I think whoever is making these, they need to pretty much kind of they need to start branding them, you know, clearly with their own studio and just start giving them unique names. Because I was getting a little confused. I'm like, so wait, this is the turn-based thing, but now you're samurai? Oh no, it's not turn-based. It's a beat 'em up. But it took the name of the turn-based game and. Hmm. I'm a little lost, but I don't really care because you know what? It's kind of cool being feudal fucking uh, Japanese guys just beating the shit out of each other. Uh, there are also horses in the game, you know, because it's the 1860s in Japan. Want to you know, oh. get that out of the way? This Was game didn't it the come NES out. Of, version? This game didn't come out of the NES. Um, 
yet. Not yet. Could get that serious D make. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, like a dragon D make. Jesus, uh, it's uh, it's a super cool game, and I uh, I would like to see. Uh, I would like to actually play it. I don't know if you know if they release this remake for PS4 or just for PS5, but uh, yeah, if I can uh, either import the one for PS4 or I don't know. I don't think I'm ever gonna buy a PS5, so who knows? But it just—it—it's—it uh, looks super fun, and you know, I need to either get back into Yakuza Zero and then try, you know, getting into the rest of the series, or just drop that one and get with this one because this one looks, you know, very fun. Fucking. I, I feel like I just wanted to make this point real quick. Mm. I feel like, uh, like a Dragon remake would just be Feudal Japan River City Ransom. Yeah, see, that Ooh, sounds great. sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it's, uh, it's not a bad idea. <laughs> Frankly, it should be included somehow I'm, as a pack-in. I'm pretty sure they've done that, too, River, to River City Ransom people. Sweet. I mean, River City Ransom people, they just keep on, like, dipping into the series. They'll make anything, so I bet you they can get fucking, you know, like a Dragon Ransom. Um... And uh, yeah, it'd be pretty fucking cool. And also, Jesse, uh, you can maybe speak to this. I you know I haven't seen any videos of it or whatever, but apparently they just put out like DLC or like bonus content for this game where you can play as uh, Kenny Omega. Like you get like these summon things that let you do like a special attack. Ah. And there's like a bunch of different uh, like celebrities and stuff. And right. yeah, one of them is Kenny Omega, which is is pretty awesome. Yeah, and then Kenny Omega showed up to an AEW show dressed as the character he's portrayed yep. as in this game, and you know I, I like that Kenny Omega is a huge nerd, and I like uh, like wrestling and video game cro- uh, crossover stuff. So yeah, it's perfect. Uh, more of that, please. Let's uh, you know, let's get Kenny Omega on game that tune. Oh my god! Uh, you know, and then let's get us into the next Like a Dragon game. That's the yeah. That's the real mm. dream, baby. If I could just get killed. By some character in one of these oh. games. If there's just some, you know, if I'm just some jobber fucking jerk ass in the next Like a Dragon game, yeah, you know, I'm cool with that. <laughs> like, that. Just imagine John Regan's likeness wearing like Japanese 1870s clothes and then just like having his face cut off in the middle of doing a Nicolas Cage impression. Like, You've been reading my fan fiction again, haven't you? Yeah. You don't, you don't have to imagine it, guys. That's all my Instagram. Yes. <laughs> oh man, uh, Johnny Puffy Pants on Instagram. Follow him there. <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, uh, fucking you know, fun game, great tunes. Uh, you know, we're doing a good job on composers tonight. So shout out to Chihiro Aoki and Hidenori Shoji. And uh, yeah, guys, let's uh, let's keep it going. Game four.
Alright, so... In the original Japanese version, there is a button that features an image of a whip, which can be used to increase speed. In the American version, this was replaced with a green button that says Go, likely to avoid complaints of animal abuse. As you guys are finishing up your answers, I want to give a special thanks to our requester. Uh, this request came from Spartacat in our Discord. So let's see those answers. <sighs> Johnny, I am... Rude, not, Johnny, quite frankly. I am not going to read that response. Mm. How, how is it Jesse had a more tasteful response? <laughs> Jesse said, Mr. Hands, advance. Is, is uh, that the more tasteful response? <laughs> um... And uh, John has the correct answer. This is Pocket Card Jockey. Maybe, maybe no one Google Mr. Hands. Because <laughs> that is not the most tasteful response. I mean... <sighs> Never mind. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This game is... This game is charming and fun and adorable, and I would like to discuss this game and get away from Mr. Hands and Glue Factories. I was gonna say, like, you know, seriously, guys, the fucking theme is horses and fucking, you know, we're getting Glue Factory references, Johnny. Show some fucking respect, man. <laughs> the fuck? <sighs> um, this game. <laughs> is just another testament to the fact that I wish Game Freak made stuff other than Pokemon. Because every time they make a non-Pokemon game, it turns out pretty fucking good. Like, Pulseman was fun, Drilldozer is fun, this game is fun, um, and this game is a crazy weird mashup. It's half solitaire, half horse racing. Interesting. And half man. Half horse. No, that would be three three halves. The math doesn't add up. Okay. <laughs> so, basically, you, you you have your horse, um, and <laughs> you have your the horse. horse the horse starts the beginning of the race, and then it goes to the bottom screen because it's a 3DS game where you have to play a timed game of solitaire. Um, <laughs> you can 
well, it's not like this. normal solitaire where it just goes like big to small. You can go back and forth. So you can go from like Jack to Queen to Jack, not Jack, Queen, King, etc. Um, so the goal is to try to build up combos of cards because that will make your horse happy and excited and want to run faster. Um, and then when you get to like the turns in the horse racetrack, um, you actually get to map out where you want your horse to go. So you can kind of collect power-ups and you can try to get on the inside track. Um, so there, there is a part that is horse racing and then it goes back to, you know, solitaire. It's, it's definitely a chocolate and peanut butter situation. Like, it doesn't sound like these things would really mix, but it works. It's a really fun little game. Hmm. Yeah, no, it's an interesting concept. So this is a, you said this is a 3DS game? Uh, yes. So is it like a touch screen base you're sliding the cards around, or? Uh... I think you're just like tapping them. Okay. Um, you definitely, you get to draw the path of your horse. It's not like Phantom Hourglass where you can map out this huge thing. It's just kind of like a, a very small chunk, like where do you want to end up? Gotcha. Um, and there's also strategy because there are other horses and they might bump you out of place. Right. So like, do you want to vie for the inner track? Do you want to stick where the power-ups are? Like, Is there any, at any point, do you tap the screen to whip the horse? Not in the American version, no. Do Americans not pay attention to horse racing? Like, do they, you know, are we so easily offended that we'll, like, get mad at this and then watch the Kentucky Derby still? Like, do the, we... The floppy hats get in the way. You can't really see what's going on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The eh. important thing is that we tried to win some money, and we all wore big hats. This mint julep is fucking fire, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I mean, I'm just curious, because it's like, you know, you remove an element of horse racing that absolutely exists and continues to exist like yeah for for what appearances sake like if you don't want a game in which you tap an icon to whip a horse sorry you can't make a horse racing game but you can when you're not like restricted and chained up in the pokemon dungeon well that's true yeah uh, it would be funny if all the cards, like, you make a big combo of, like, clearing cards and they turn into a giant, like, a bigger whip and we just whip the horse's ass real hard. <laughs> like, it's just a yeah. whip made of cards. Yeah, oh, God, we gotta, we gotta edit this, guys. <laughs> There's a lot of whipping. Um, guys really leaning on the whips on this one, huh? Yeah. You know, do not, you know, I can just imagine some, you know, annoyed Game Freak person just being like, yeah, guys, I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, it's horse racing. This is uh, it's it's not the least cruel sport there is. There's like one program in the corner. Like, how do you make your horses go faster? Right. Yeah. You tell me how to motivate this horse. Hmm? I just I want to go to the Kentucky Derby and see them play solitaire while riding the horses. That's what I I, I want some kind of side betting where solitaire is involved as well. Right. Um, like who can complete like like you know you bet on who finishes first second third whatever but you can also bet on who's going to finish their game of solitaire by the end of the race there should be some sort of element of like uh like a magic trick taking place where you win a bonus bet if your card is being held by the winning horse oh my god 
Wait, yeah. by the winning jockey or by the winning horse? Because by the winning way, horse. He said horse. I know yeah. what I meant. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Not the jockey. Like, yeah. They get the winning horse down there. It's like, yeah, and here it is. And then they pull up its little horseshoe and they pull out the card. And it's like, and a bonus, you know, superfecta to the Ace of Hearts. Oh, for like, some reason, I imagine them reaching into the horse's mouth and pulling out a card. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's jockey's uh, discretion. Yeah. yeah. Mouth, shoe, you know. And you Wherever can place like can... a couple different ones. And so then he has to decide, okay, I know this one is in his, his mouth, this one is in the saddlebag, but which one will get me enough points to win? And it's like a strategy because, you know, you pack, you know, to, you know, so you could win. That'd be another, another bet. You bet on what card is pulled, you bet on where it's pulled from. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> now hold on. What if all the jockeys in the Kentucky Derby we're given a deck of you know point value cards laced with amphetamines <laughs> and the winner uh, you know you're you not only you have to win the race but you're also scored by how few cards you use during the race like if you just you know shove the whole pack of cards into the horse's mouth and it hauls ass on you <laughs> Then you know you didn't really win the Kentucky Derby. You doped up that horse. <laughs> Is that the David idea? Maybe in in the U.S. version's game, instead of replacing, instead of having a whip button, they could have a dope the horse button. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> a Bob Baffert button. Um, <laughs> fucking yeah. <laughs> Because the real, the real Kentucky Derby, like, the race is all well and good. We love it. It's, it's the friends it, we made along the way. It's <laughs> exhilarating. You know, there's the exhilaration of the race, but then there's also the exhilaration of a horse pissing clean after the race. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's, uh... Something just as a... A P-test minigame? <laughs> yeah. That's where the phrase pee like a racehorse comes from, right? That's exactly where it comes from, Johnny. They all fail their piss tests. <laughs> <laughs> They're fucking roided up to the gills, baby. All meth. Those horses are gassed out. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I think this is a good uh, this is a good idea to improve uh, the Kentucky Derby and add an element of uh, of card play to it. I think that's good. Mm. You know, it, it needs to be a, a card you can feed the horse. Um, <laughs> mm, yeah, this is good. David, great idea, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna write to the Kentucky uh, you know, Horse Racing Commission and sign your name on this great idea. <laughs> <laughs> you cracked it, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna send them a sample of your methamphetamines. <laughs> uh, yeah, not just amphetamines now, methamphetamines. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're you know, man, these horses they're gonna be doing flips out there, baby. <laughs> uh, God, yeah. What if also? What if there was one where like you know you got a bonus point for winning the race on two feet? <laughs> like if the horse crosses like the finish line, like for the whole line. time, or just <laughs> across the finish line? Like, oh, well, there's like style of sections, oh, okay. you know, where like yeah, you got to do this part like up on your hinders, or like doing like a like a frontward thing, and yeah. What Maybe, about like uh, a side one, the, the, the front and the back, but just the like left ones? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and you and the horses, they earn boost by drifting. Um, <laughs> or, or what if you put a whole bunch of peanut butter in its mouth so it looks like he's talking the whole time? See, now that's a good idea, but what if instead of peanut butter, amphetamines? <laughs> these are, you know, these are solid ideas you're having, David. I love it, man. You're, you're, just, you're cracking this. Yeah. 
Uh, I just want to shout out the composer (laughs) Go Ichinose, uh, famous for being one of the main Pokemon composers, because, again, Game Freak. Yep. You get a bonus. Please tell me more of my ideas. Famous famous horse-beating advocate, Go Ichinose. Um... (laughs) Yeah, misguided fool who uh, loves whipping horses rather than giving them delicious drugs. Remember, you can't beat a dead horse. Exactly. <laughs> I imagine you get, at the end of the race, you get both points for however many teeth you have left in the horse. Man. <laughs> These are good ideas, fellas. Yeah. We, uh... We're, we're gonna we're gonna usher in a bold new era of horse racing. Here. <laughs> uh, go to Patreon if you'd like to support us buying a horse racing uh, facility. Um, yeah, oh, I was gonna say just buy a horse. Well, no, no, no. We need to we need to start a, a training program and you know really do some experiments to see how which of these uh, which of these ideas are viable. <laughs> start our own uh, entire race. Yeah. Just start our own ra- like horse league. I mean, welcome to race that horse. <laughs> uh, Counter programming. We're like the I'm, XFL of horse racing. Yeah, yeah. It started with uh, started with game music, and then it moved into card games, and then it moved into horse mething. And what if it's four horses going one way and four horses going the other way? <laughs> I, I like how it started with game music for 329 episodes, <laughs> then it moved to card games for about five minutes, and then yeah. it jumped to horse methane. Yeah, it jumped straight to horse drugging, and <laughs> you know, eventually horse collisions. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. No, it's good. Um, yeah, we'll be, yeah, as Jesse said, the XFL of horse racing. Uh, we got an we... exciting, uh, exciting alternative product on our hands, fellas. <laughs> Can we make a free play jingle, but instead of it saying free play, it says horse play? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. This uh, prior to this, I would have said uh, this show is a uh, you know staunchly anti-horse play, but here we are, man. Um, man, we're uh, we're we're in favor of it nowadays. Uh, David, thank the requester again, and let's uh, let's ride out on uh, this uh, this segment. Uh, again, thank you, Spartacat, from our Discord. Yep. Great request. Great race. Game 5.
Alright gentlemen, uh, this game features bonus levels that include guiding a bear to jump over flames, avoiding boulders in a car, using Rodan as target practice, and meeting Godzilla at the circus. Quit horsing around. Let's see some answers. Let's see. <laughs> uh, oh. I don't... Johnny says start... Wait, it's a, a stay out of my diary. And, and uh, John says, hey, boo-boo. And, uh... That's been David, on screen too long. Get that out of here. drawn... I, is it a penis turning into an elephant trunk, or it's a horse penis? Oh, okay. Now, I, okay, I can see it now. Okay, it was shorter than a horse penis, so that's what. Threw I me only off. had so much space on my pad. Okay. So no, none, none of you are right. No, no, we are not. No, this is Circus Caper for the NES. Um, so, I was looking for games. I I really like to, uh, since we've been doing the duo um, uh, themes, I've been trying real hard to try to get both themes in one game. And so I was looking for NES games and uh, hoping to find one with a horse. And there probably are a bunch of them, but I, I rolled up on this game. And I was like, oh, circus. Certainly there's going to be, like, a stage with, like, courses in it. And there isn't. But what I did find was that this game is just fucking bonkers as shit. Um, like I said uh, earlier, there are many games involving Godzilla and Rodan. Um, this game was made by Toho, which is just what? silly, like... <laughs> We're gonna make a bunch of Godzilla games and a circus game, <laughs> featuring Godzilla. Yeah, Godzilla's in there too. Yeah, he's in the circus somehow. Um, and so, uh, like the plot of the game is like you're this boy and this girl, and you show up to the circus, and of course you don't have any money because you're just like two kids, and there's a clown out front, 
And the clown's like, hey kids, if you beat me at this dice game, I'll let you come to the circus. And so of course you're like, all right, let's do it. And so you win, and the clown's like, oh, I only have one ticket. Sorry. And so, you know, you being a good brother, you're like, you can go to the circus, sister. And so she goes, and then you find out that an evil magician has kidnapped your sister. And so you have to go... <laughs> So then you go through the circus trying to save your sister, like, um, and you start off with, like, very little weaponry, um, but you collect power-ups that give you, like, uh, God, I'm trying to remember, like, what your actual weapons are. It's like, um, fuck. But you're going through levels, and you find, like, mini-games, and it's like, okay, this mini-game is, um... You have you're in an eating contest with a tiger. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> uh, this con this one you in a car driving to tr you know around boulders and stuff, and you're like, wait, what? How did I get a car? I'm a kid. You know what's going on? Um, no, again, like off. At first, I thought you said you're you're in a car driving around Boulder, like the city of no, Boulder, no, no. Colorado. Yeah, just going on a scenic you know tour. Oh, <laughs> oh there's Mork's house. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and um then like you fight the magic man and stuff um at one point like you're, you're going through the circus and like the background is like all the circus is on fire there's clowns running around on fire oh, like God. it's 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 a crazy fucking game it's 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 pretty silly and again no horses but it's it's a weird weird game um, it's, uh, in magazines, it did have a funny thing where it said, um, it's the greatest game on Earth, which, you know, is a, um, like a... Wah, wah. Bold yeah, claim. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like, uh, what Ringling Brothers did. They were, it's what their yeah, slogan their was. Yeah, their tagline was the greatest show on the Earth. Show oh, I know, but it's still, like, that's also a bold claim. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was a time where that was, you know, arguable, but... Like marketing circus caper in the '90s with the greatest game on earth is really setting yourself up for heavy criticism. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like bad call. Because oh, I'm sure most people didn't realize the reference. They're just like, "Wait, really? This is the greatest game? Like, this is what you Mar Super Mario Brothers Two is out, and you're saying <laughs> this is the greatest game? I, you need to go back to what are you a circus? What the? Oh, oh, okay." Clown. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, man, this is a baffling thing to learn about. And yeah, here I was thinking we had talked about every NES game worth talking about. You know, egg on my face. I've been proven wrong. Um, Jesus, what a uh, what a game worthy of existence this game. Uh, like uh, the thing I'm most baffled by is the fact that it's made by Toho. Like, when you say it's a, oh, it's an NES game and you see fucking Godzilla and Rodan, like, oh, okay, it's one of those things where they fucking threw something in and didn't yeah. clear it with anybody. It's like, no, oh, this Shinobi. was actually their own doing. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> why would yeah. they think this is a good idea? Like, you know, it's really going to ingratiate American kids to this Godzilla. Circus <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Kids oh. love Godzilla. You know what they love more than Godzilla? Clowns. <laughs> let's uh, let's put them all together in one big package. I want to see uh, some trapeze and kaiju. 
Can we yeah. get King Hidora just fucking swinging around on those things? Mm-hmm. Yeah, can now Godzilla will attempt the trapeze with no net. I think, yeah, can you imagine go to the circus and Godzilla comes out in full... Like like a, a clown car comes out, all these Godzillas pop out of it. <laughs> that would be pretty... Oh. If you, you want to get me e back to the circus, that's how you do it. <laughs> I think it would be even better if it was a clown car with one Godzilla, but it's yeah. the real Godzilla who's like 400 feet tall. Right, yeah. Somehow fitting into a Volkswagen Beetle. Any number of Godzillas exiting a yeah. car is a fucking circus act. <laughs> you, that's, yeah. you replace all animal cruelty with kaiju, and I'm 100% back on board, Ringling Brothers. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Jesse, are you saying you're in favor of cruelty towards Godzilla? Well, no. They're not going to be cruel to him. You can't be cruel to Godzilla. You could try, but Godzilla will fuck you up. What, have you seen Godzilla versus Megalon? They try to fuck Godzilla up, and he's like, nah, bro, I'm Godzilla. Yeah, but the King of the monsters. Be... Well, I mean, can it be argued that, you know, most of the animals in circus can fuck you up until, you know, a cruel fucking animal wrangler comes along and makes them do circus tricks? Like, you're, you're yeah, advocating for... Kaiju. You're yeah. replacing all circus animals with Godzilla. They're not 60 well, feet tall, John. All 60. All that suffering. <laughs> I like the idea of Godzilla being the ringleader. Uh, See? Directing with a hat? All, all oh, the other yeah. kaiju, yeah. Yeah, He's it really should be Godzilla's oh. giant circus. Yeah. And he just destroys the city with all the accidents. <laughs> yeah. We don't uh, have a Godzilla sound on the, the board. No. Thank God, no. Well, um, now Johnny's going to have to make his best Godzilla impression. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, I'm Godzilla. <laughs> I'm just trying um, city. Kick, 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 punch, punch, punch. So, Jesse, did you actually play this game in the lead-up to the show? A little bit. It was, it's, did you it's take of course, note, NES hard. Did but. you take note of this apparent thing that's a, a real thing? Uh, you know, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. It's in the Wikipedia page for it. Many of the levels can be avoided by walking backwards back through the curtain from which the player begins. <laughs> I never tried that, but that's, that does seem pretty, pretty great. It will see. take you straight to the level's boss battle. Like, hey, you know what? No. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck all this. Well, yeah, you know, if I hadn't come in this tent, I wouldn't be in this mess. I'm walking back out. And then there's I like a fucking evil clown out there like, okay, wait, kid, I'm going to fuck you up. I like, can see where that would be a problem, though, because you need to go through the level to get upgrades for your weapon. And so otherwise mm. you'd be fighting the boss without a weapon. And that would yeah, be if difficult. you bitch out on the circus, you don't get a good weapon. I get it. That's the same thing I told to my son, man. Yeah, you, know, you yeah. bitch out on this circus and, you know, no popcorn. Yeah. See? You gotta incentivize kids to sit through this shit. Uh, that's not a good sign for the greatest show on earth. <laughs> it's, uh, man. You what, should uh, have him play Circus Caper. I bet he'd love it. Yeah, he'd probably uh, be really good at it. He'd probably find the hilarity in it. I love yeah. the flaming clowns near the end. Yeah, no, that's it's really... It's pretty fucked yeah. up. I mean, it makes sense. They fucked with Godzilla a little bit too much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those cruel-ass <laughs> clowns. Uh, you know, fucking trying to turn Godzilla into a circus act. They got the atomic breath. That's how it goes. Yeah. I'm just... I, uh, I for one, I'm not in favor of uh, unleashing atomic breath on clowns. I like clowns. But I can yeah, see clowns where the, are okay. I can see where the programmers are coming from. I know for a little bit I was clown curious. I was like, I should do clown oh, college, but... Oh, you wanted know. to be a clown, not... Like, yeah, have sex with a clown. Well, that too. There was some some classy I saw on TikTok that was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, listen, I'm, you know, 
not going to admit that I'm into it, but uh, yeah, I'm not going to say I'm not into it. I'm um, thinking of the awkward scenario right now. I'm sorry. Just speaking of Greatest Show on Earth, of, of somebody saying, of like Johnny saying to your kid, like, all right, Jake, we're going to go see the Greatest Show on Earth. And he says, oh, you mean Game That Tune? And you're like, oh, no, I didn't mean that. Yeah, God, no, of course <laughs> not. <Yeah. laughs> you know I didn't mean that, son. You're not allowed <laughs> to see that. Yeah. Jeez, it's been taking place in your house for years, and I've God. never once asked you to see it. What um, if you found out he was downloading bootlegs? God, what if, you know? I would be so mortified to learn that my son listens to this podcast. <laughs> I would be mortified to find out that someone bootlegged our show. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need free. to do it. It's a, it's a like, free on-demand medium. <laughs> like he has a kid at daycare, or if he has a daycare, I'm not sure yeah. the situation. But it is. he just gives him like a USB drive, and he just goes home. And when you're not looking, he plugs into like the laptop, and, and he's like, that, "Oh, daddy and his friends." The video on the USB drive is somebody pointing a camera at their computer screen, recording yeah. the show. <laughs> I was <laughs> say that implies that his friend at daycare sneaks yeah. into their house every Wednesday night. I guess you know that is the you know could be the more mortifying scenario is learning that like one of the teachers at his daycare likes the show and hasn't said anything to me about it like you know uh oh <laughs> yeah. she just uh, she just tells Jake how much she loves the show and he's like I don't know what you're talking about lady yeah, yeah. what show yeah she's like your dad's show is so good I love it Jake mm -hmm. extra <laughs> popsicles for you Jake <laughs> son of game that tune host John Harrington <laughs> could you give your dad a message for me <laughs> <laughs> oh man um no thank god <laughs> oh god oh, Jake oh, yeah. what's this note in your shirt <laughs> It's just a nude photo of one of his teachers that says, you have the greatest show on earth. <laughs> I was listening last night. You were hilarious. Yeah. Ringley uh, Brothers ain't got nothing on you. Yeah. yeah. We're like Dingling Brothers. Uh, oh. Wow, Jesse, that's the <laughs> sickest bird we've had quite some time. Oh, fuck. You heard it here first. Jeez. So I think Christ. we found the episode title. Yes. <laughs> yep. Uh, let's uh, let's be done with this episode then and move to the calculating computer. <laughs> we did it. Calculating computer activated. Computers. Beeps. George Lucas slamming his dick on Scoring complete. This game's winner is. John Harrington. Hell yeah. Mm. So it's, uh, it's good to be back, guys. Back on the uh, back on the live show, back on top. Just the uh, just the way it feels right, baby. Um It's uh Man, I was not excited for this episode, but I'm glad that uh glad that I was able to get the W. Uh this was uh this was a good one, man. Yeah. You guys uh you guys all thoroughly proved me wrong. You know, the three greatest NES games uh, for tonight's show. You guys found them. Well Thero done. Bradley proved you wrong. No, that's not... You know, sometimes the pause is just disappointment, John. It's not me waiting for you to hit the soundboard. It's just me <laughs> trying to chart the path forward when you say something. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> 
It's Sometimes the pause is disappointment. No, John. All the times. <sighs> anyway. Um, you know, I, I was trying to talk and think of a theme, but now you've, uh, you've derailed that with, uh, with disappointment. So, man, it's, uh, it's gonna be, uh, gonna be a good show next week, because I have this fantastic theme that I already thought of, that Johnny can't possibly make me forget. Uh, I think, based on my pick tonight, you know, picking that, uh, that Like a Dragon, uh, Ishin... It's uh, it's gonna be time for games that take place in the past. It's uh, just how it's gotta be. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, you know, with the broad term of in the past. Uh, past being, of course, you know, a term for uh, any uh, any time before just now. So, you know, one could argue that a game that came out X number of years ago, set in modern times, qualifies for this theme. Um, to, you know, but, you know, you better make sure that shit doesn't take place in the future, goddammit. Uh, oh. Or even the future of its own game. You know, if, if the game states that it takes place in, you know, some version of the future, even if that's currently the past. Mm-mm. Nope. I wanted, uh, you know, games that at the time of release were set in the past. And uh, I'll, I'll also apply it to you know broadly like fantasy you know type stuff. If uh, if it's a if it's a game that takes place in a nebulous type setting where you know it's like another world or something, and you don't know what the time period is, but it's pretty clear that it's not right now or the future. I'd say it's pretty valid. So, yeah. what about Street Fighter 2010? That uh, that takes place in the future. Okay. Of the game, you know, of when it was released, like just making sure. Yeah. So you know, it can't be a game that takes place in a game zone future. You know, it can't be a Mega Man game. Uh, you know, because those uh, they came out in the '90s and they said they were taking place in 20XX. So even though it could technically be any of the last 22 years, those Mega Man games took place in when they came out, they were in the future. So you figure it out. Um, we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be doing the nasty and the pasty next week on Game That Two. What's it's, your bon- uh, uh, bonus theme? I don't have a bonus theme. Nasty and the pasty. So just just one theme. Just no. one theme. Yeah, but the the, the one theme is pretty fucking huge. It's the entire <laughs> past. Okay. It's the history of all existence up until literally just this second. Jesse and I were just making sure. You seem disappointed. Well, we've had a pretty good run. I mean, I'm thrilled with this. I'm theme. sad the streak is over, but it's fine. What if you said games that take place in the past, or I didn't games set in a previous <laughs> era? No, <laughs> that's the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Uh, yeah. I'm not just gonna re- you know, repeat myself to fucking make it seem like I have two themes. No, it's a singular theme. It's a big, big, big theme. Figure it out. End of show. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. It's uh, it's going to be a great one next week. It was a great one this week. Thank you, everybody, for watching live with us. We're live on Wednesdays. We're on Twitch. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. Thanks for being patient with us for these last couple of Wednesdays that we weren't here. Uh, you know, it's, uh, 
it's not often that we get two shows off in a row, but uh, blame my sinuses and Johnny's, I don't want to say what. Um, thank you to everybody listening in podcast form. Our podcasts come out on Tuesday uh, Tuesdays at GameNetTune.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. If uh, you haven't checked out your podcast feed in a little bit, uh, we put out some bonus episodes. Jesse made the Instruments of Destruction mixtape featuring games in which you get to uh, kill people with uh, musical instruments. And we recorded a incredibly loosey-goosey edition of Game That Tune Gems. We're catching up. We got Game That Tune Gems for February in the main podcast feed. Um, and man, what a what an edition of gems that turned out to be. Um, just a, a lot of a lot of great tunes and a lot of things learned uh, over the course of that edition of gems. So check it out. Enjoy uh, enjoy the podcast feed. Thank you, everybody. Check it out. Patreon, patreon.com slash game that tune. It's the home for awesome exclusives. We've got mixtapes. We've got covered up. We've got more editions of game that tune gems. Uh, we've got all kinds of fun stuff that you guys help support uh, by being patrons at Patreon. And uh, we appreciate everybody checking it out and supporting it. Uh, you also help us keep the lights on at our 24-7 video game music live stream at radio.gamethattune.com. That's gtt.rocks. For the people that like the short names and uh you know we've got fantastic video game music on the internet and we're rolling out new features johnny's got new game modes programmed up ready to roll so join us there and join us at patreon and support us uh we love you guys for being there want to give a special shout out to our patreon absurd fans lance revere damian beckles bradford stevens daniel perky taylor y sam l phoenix here 2121 beast pond and the Kerrigan, a fantastic group of people that support us at Patreon. Uh, Want to give another shout out to our requester for tonight. The request came from Discord, and David's going to say it was from Spartacat. Yes, Spartacat in the Discord. Fantastic request. Discord's a great place to make them, but you can also make them at GameThatTune.club. That's our awesome social media site. Everybody's been having a lot of fun at GameThatTune.club this month. We've been doing March Madness, voting on the best video game soundtracks of all time. Uh, we're coming down to the wire, and it's looking like it's going to be uh, Persona 5 in the final, but who will it beat? It could be Donkey Kong Country, Tropical Freeze, it could be Sonic Mania. By the time this podcast comes out, we'll have the answer. So uh, join us at GameThatTune.club for more uh, fun stuff. And that's going to do it. I've got bonus tunes, and of course they're from Like a Dragon Ishin. Uh It's uh, a cool game that does uh, that's got other references to uh, the yakuza games so uh it's got the series uh themes i didn't choose any of the karaoke music even though that's in there uh i chose the you know the main vocal theme i think of the series i really got to play more of the series guys we've got receive you the archetype from like a dragon ishin closing us out tonight and we love you guys for listening and uh, we'll see you next week on the greatest show on earth. Game that tune. <laughs> Peace out, everybody. <laughs>
the song I thought it was going to be. Gremlins 2, the new batch, is copyright 1990 Sunsoft. Powerblade is copyright 1991 Taito Corporation. Like a Dragon Ishin is copyright 2023 Sega Games Company Limited. Pocket Card Jockey is copyright 2016 Game Freak Incorporated and Nintendo of America Incorporated. Circus Caper is copyright 1990 Toho Company Limited.